New schools will be kicking off this week in the boys' soccer tournament, and participation in high school sports in Michigan continues to grow. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. This fall's MHSAA Boys Soccer Tournament starts this week, and for the first time since the 2006-2007 school year, teams from the Upper Peninsula will be participating. For the last 16 years, the tournament was for teams in the Lower Peninsula only. This was a result of a lawsuit originally filed in 1998, where the federal court had assigned separate Upper Peninsula soccer tournaments played opposite what was done in the Lower Peninsula. In the UP, boys were to play in the spring, while soccer is a fall sport in the Lower Peninsula. Teams in the UP opted to stick with the same seasons as the Lower Peninsula teams, giving up on a UP-only soccer tournament. A petition filed earlier this year was approved by a federal court, and that now allows for boys and girls soccer teams in the UP to compete in the same season as their Lower Peninsula counterparts and gives them the opportunity to play in a statewide soccer tournament. The boys' finals will be played at Grand Ledge High School with all four games taking place Saturday, November 4th. Come spring, the girls' finals will take place at Michigan State University on June 14th and 15th. To follow the boys' tournament from brackets to results, previews, and more, check out MHSAA.com. It's time for Game Balls when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the last week. First up, Braden Powers of DeWitt. He headed in the lone goal in a 1-0 win over Holt. That gives the Panthers their first CAAC Gold Cup victory since 2011. Boyne City's Ava Tarsi, she had 80 assists, 12 aces, 29 digs, and 9 kills as Boyne City went 9-1 and claimed the title at the Mancelona Varsity Invite. And a Lake Orion's Billy Roberson, the senior ran for 228 yards and three touchdowns in a 42-21 Dragons win over Clarkston. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Director of Officiating Services, Sam Davis. It's fourth and ten. Team A is lining up on their 25-yard line to kick a field goal. The kick is blocked backwards by Team B, never crossing the line of scrimmage. The kicker is able to scoop the ball up and takes off, getting down to the seven-yard line before being tackled. The next down should be... First and goal from the seven for Team A, the kicking team. First and 10 from the 7 for Team B, the defensive team. First and 10 from the 25-yard line for Team B. If you said first and goal for Team A, you are correct. Because the ball kicked never crossed the line of scrimmage, the kicking team is able to pick up the ball and advance it. Because it was carried past the line of gain, it's a first down. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. 
participation in high school sports continues to outrank Michigan's high school-aged population. Michigan's 268,070 participants in the 2022-23 school year ranked the state ninth despite having the 10th largest population. And a number of individual sports are ranked even higher. Girl sports in the top five are skiing, which came in third, and volleyball, tennis, and bowling, which all came in fourth nationally. On the boys' side, bowling ranks second, skiing third, ice hockey fourth, and tennis and golf both fifth. Across the country, 11-player football is the most popular boys' sport with more than a million participants. Outdoor track and field is the most popular girl sport. To see where each sport ranked and for more total participation information, please visit MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Every touchdown. Fires, and it's caught for the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball into right field. Basket. This one's good if it goes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, Are you kidding me? Every goal is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long. All right, good evening, everybody, and we welcome you here to Croswell, where the Croslex Pioneers are hosting the North Branch Broncos tonight in BWAC football. North Branch has made the postseason five straight years. They've had five straight winning seasons in that stretch. They're 43-15. and 15. They've won a couple of BWAC titles, including in 2022 and in 2020. They come in this season, though, with a 4-3 and three record, and if the playoffs were to start tonight, they would not be in. It is a big game for them. The Croslex Pioneers are 6-1. and one. They are eight-time BWAC champs, still with a mathematical chance to get a ninth BWAC title, but they would have to win tonight, and they would have to have Yale upset Elmont tomorrow night for that to happen. But uh, this uh, Croslex team looking to make the playoffs for their fourth straight year at 6-1. and one. They're pretty much a shoe-in to do that. They've been in the postseason three straight years, 18 times total, including six of the last eight years. In fact, this Pioneer program has only had three losing seasons since 2022. This all-time series, well, it isn't as old as you think it is, although it did start in the 1950s. North Branch has won 10 games. Croslex has won eight. Broncos have won five of the last six, and they've been the uh, better team in BWAC play since these two teams revived their series, which had gone dormant since the 1980s. 35-21, to 21, North Branch won last year's game on their way to a league championship, uh, which they shared with Armada. All right, it's Croslex and it's North Branch tonight here on Get Stuck on Sports Stream 1. We'll hear from both coaches Chris Sikora and Mike Holes coming up next as the pregame show continues. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. 
Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Port Huron Prowlers are gearing up for another season at McMoran Arena. Get your season tickets today at phprowlers.com. You won't want to miss a moment of the high-flying hockey action. Once you have your tickets, make sure to stop over at their new online store for all of your merchandise needs. The Prowlers open their season at home on Friday, October 20th against the Motor City Rockers. Make sure to fill up McMoran Arena and get ready for another year of Prowler hockey. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Woman's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Woman's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back to the pregame show. We're now talking with Chris Sikora, head coach of the North Branch Broncos, who I'm very excited to see tonight. I, I've only seen your game against Algonac, and uh, I picked up that you guys have size and that you have speed. You've also been involved in a lot of tight ball games this year, and you're at a point in your season where you've got to get wins. This is a huge game for you. No, it definitely is. This season, you know, we've kind of went through, we've fought in some battles. I think the kids are trying to age me in dog years where they're successfully doing that. Um, you know, I think, I'll, you know, we are a few plays away from being 6-1, and one, and that's unfortunate, but, you know, we've got uh, really a a new group of kids that didn't see much playing time last year, and it's it's a situation where I think every single week we've gotten better, uh, and, you know, it's just, a, it's just an opportunity for us to play and, you know, learn from mistakes and, you know, continue to th- go through and push the program. So, 
You know, I, I know you've, you've made some changes, but uh, again, the, the one time I saw you, it looked like North Branch football to me, like I've been watching the last few years. Is there anything particular that you've done different? You know, we just emphasized, you know, being incredibly physical. You know, we kind of have said, you know, win, lose, tie, whatever, we're going to be the most physical team on the field. And our kids have really kind of went on to that. We go through, we reward, we count pancake blocks. Our kids are, you know, that's it's about being physical, putting people on the ground, and, you know, and, and being mistake-free. And if we can do that, we can compete with anybody across the state, you know. But, you know, we had a couple uh mistakes that you know that cost us last game and you know it's a situation to learn through and get better and you know fix it and work on it so i'm not really worried about uh your offense tonight uh, you guys will do what you do and i think you'll score points the question is defensively crosslex offers some problems because obviously they've got two kids that can run around and create chaos espinoza is great at that he's also got an arm they they throw the ball and yeah, Richmond throws the ball, Yale throws the ball. That's about it in the in the BWAC. So it's not something you see every week, right? Uh, you know, we we did incredibly uh, an incredible job of defending Yale through the air. We did a great job of defending Richmond through the air. Um, you know, Crosslex they they have talent. They do. You know, but it's a situation where uh, you know I think you know when we're on top of our game, I think we can compete against anybody. Um, we can go through and just basically practice and try to play our best game and be as perfect as we can, and then you know see how the game falls from there. So. All right, well, thanks for doing this, and good luck to you. Thank you very much. There's Coach Sakar, and we'll be back with more in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier-to-maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Welcome back to the pregame show, and Mike Holtz joins us now to talk a little Crosslex football. I must be in Crosslex. The weather's cool. Uh, I can smell the sugar beets cooking. Uh, we're getting close to the playoffs, and, and Coach, you've got a very important game this week with the North Branch Broncos. They pretty much need a win to, to keep their playoff hopes alive, and you guys are fighting, I think, for home playoff games, and they're still... A chance at a league title too yeah absolutely big week you know it's homecoming for us uh you know we've got a staff appreciation night going where our seniors get to uh, select a staff member k-12 through bus driver kitchen staff anybody that had an impact on them so you know we've got a lot of things going on this week and uh, we're excited about the game all right let's uh, talk about your football uh, team because you've been playing good football six and one on the year uh nice bounce back week i mean everybody expects you to beat emily city but i, I thought you you know, you, you, you took them out, you, you got your, your points early, got your guys out early. I think that's important this time of the year. Yeah, you know, just trying to stay healthy, especially with guys this year getting the banging in the games and everything. And we've had quite a few games where our guys really haven't done a lot in the second half. And that's okay. You know, uh, we have a lot of other guys that uh, are role players and great practice guys, and, and, and they all got carries, and, and uh, it, it was a good team win for us. I think that's a formula to a lot of success 
further on down the road because there's a couple ways you can look at it. If you're really planning on making a long run, you've only played half your season at this point. So uh, it's good if you can get guys uh, a little less action and a little less wear and tear. Let's talk about North Branch and uh, what they pose. Probably not going to throw the ball a lot, but they do run. They'll do a lot of misdirection, and they are fast. Yeah, absolutely. You know, defensively, it's an option uh, uh, offense that they run. So defensively for us, we've got to do our assignments. We've got to get lined up correctly, obviously, number one. Uh, you know, number two is uh, they play really good defense. I mean, they, they've given up. Um, God, I don't even know what your stats are, but, I mean, geez, you look at their scores and it's 14, 14, 14 and less, you know. So um, we got to find a way to get our best guys the ball in some space and, and see what happens. You know, they've been in a lot of – tough games too they're, they're kind of tested that way they've won a couple of close ones down to the wire and they lost a couple of close ones including one last uh, week whereas with you guys you either blow people out I mean you, you've had one game that's kind of gone four quarters this year yeah you know it uh it was good for us to be in that game with Almont um in that environment and uh I think our guys learned a lot about themselves afterwards and how we have to go about our business and how they've got to handle themselves during the game um you know I think that that's that that's big playing in those big games is important so all right another big game tonight thanks for the time and good luck appreciate it thank you there's Coach Holes, and we're back with the kickoff next here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction, experienced and trustworthy. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities and affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Women's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Women's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here to Croswell. Dennis Stuckey with you getting set for this one between the Pioneers and the Broncos. Should be a good one tonight in the BWAC. There'll be another good one tonight in the BWAC when uh, Richmond and Armada get together. That game is over on stream two this evening from Armada with Brady Beaton. And we'll have more BWAC football for you tomorrow evening when uh, Almont travels to Yale Park to take on the Yale Bulldogs. I'll have that one for you, 640 pregame with a 7 o'clock kickoff from Yale tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon. We've got some Catholic League football for you on stream, too. Brady will have the Cardinal Mooney game with Gross Point Liggett. We had one score from last night in eight-man football up in the uh, thumb 
Peck took out some frustration on their rival CPS. The Pirates beat the Tigers last night 68-8 was the final in that one. North Branch, the visitors wear all white with silver helmets, and the Pioneers wearing all blue with the white helmets tonight at home, and it is their homecoming. Croslex will get the ball first. It looks like Travis will put it on the tee, or let me double-check that. That's 32, not 22. So Maris Sahajic will put the ball on the tee. He's a junior. He'll kick it off. Pioneers have Espinoza back deep. And they're going to squib the ball on the ground to him at about the 15-yard line. He'll pick it up and head to the 20, 25. Still on his feet. And Dice Horn, the ball comes loose at the 30. North Branch has got it. Was he down or is it a fumble? I believe they're ruling that he was down and that the ground caused the fumble. But that... Ball came flying out of there, and North Branch was on it quickly, but it is Pioneer football. First down, Croslex from their own 30. And again, it's not raining, but it is wet, slick conditions, and it is cold tonight. We've got a player down. North Branch a little slow to get up is uh, Bryson Williams, but he's going to be okay. In fact, he's going to walk off under his own power. So first down, Pioneers. Espinoza will work out of the shotgun with Belly Grappi as the only setback. They'll go three receivers with twins to the left and a single receiver to the right. Grappi will line up behind Espinoza, and Espinoza will fake to Grappi and run and get tripped up in the backfield, and he's taken down for a loss on the play. He's going to be dropped by Miles back at the 26, a loss of four. Pioneers looking at second and long. Miles didn't buy the fake to Grappi there, and he went straight for Espinoza. And made a good play. Jet Weeder is in a slot to the left of the quarterback. They've got two receivers that way. Levitt is the other man. They're looking to throw Mativier's way. And, ooh, he nearly leaped up near midfield and came up with one. But the throw was a little high and incomplete. And that's going to bring up a third and 14 situation here for the Pioneers from their own 26-yard line. Opening minute of play here in the football game. The Broncos looking to get a big stop defensively, and the Pioneers looking to pick up a third down on a or a first down on a third and long. Again, Espinosa out of the gun. Now Grappi's going to motion out of the backfield to the left. And it looks like they want to set up a screen to him, and he juggles it and can't hang on. He tried to get the ball to Belly, and it was off his fingertips and incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth and long. 
He started out to the left, and then he cut back across, and it looked like there was some potential there. Now they'll have to kick it away. Groppy does the punting. Hutchinson is the man back deep here for the Broncos. High kick away from the return man, and it's going to go out of bounds at the North Branch. Well, let's see. Where is he walking up to? He started at the North Branch 40, and he walked all the way up to the Pioneer 49. So great field position here for North Branch. After getting the stop on defense, the punt went out of bounds on the far sideline near midfield at the 49-yard line. Kevin Gorman is the feature back here. Quarterback is Robinson. He's directly under center. They'll put a man in motion. They'll give the ball to Gorman, and he's trying to get outside. Gorman gets away from a man to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Forget about it. Gorman's into the end zone, a 49-yard touchdown run, and the Broncos strike quickly. Kevin Gorman goes 49 on his first carry. And with 10.41 to go here in the opening quarter, the Broncos take the 6 to nothing lead. Wasn't anything super flashy about that play. It was just once Gorman got outside, he is so quick. So now they'll do a little razzle-dazzle here on the extra point before lining up. And the kick is on the way, and it is good. So it's 7-0 for the Broncos, just like that. Sahaljik on the uh, kick, and I'm trying to say that name as little as possible if I can, because <laughs> that's a tough one. Well, we'll see how uh, Crosslex responds to this. Again, we know one thing about the Pioneers. They can score. These two teams have played some high-scoring affairs over the last few years. little delay here as they're trying to get a dry ball in to the officials. So Espinoza and Weeder are back deep. So now we get a short kick here on the near sideline, and we've got flags everywhere. Fair 
And the Broncos were trying to uh, pull a fast one there. And I don't think the officials are going to allow this. Nope, they're going to get a penalty. A personal foul is what it's going to be called as they basically uh, push the Pioneer down and try to take the ball away from him on the near sideline as he was calling for a fair catch on a pop-up kick. So when it's all said and done, they're going to advance the football up here to the Bronco 45, and it's going to be a first down for the Pioneers from there. Trailing 7-0 with 10.40 to go here at the first quarter. It could be one of those nights. A little tighter formation here for the Pioneers on first down. Groppy behind Espinoza works out of the shotgun. Belly will get a carry here. And he is through the line to the 40 and pushing the pile and pushing the pile and doing what Belly Groppy does to the 38. And that'll be a pickup of about seven. And it took a lot of Broncos to bring Belly Groppy down there. It'll be second down and three Pioneers. From the 38. Again, Groppy the back. But Espinosa wants to carry this time. And he's forward for maybe a yard to the 37. So far, the Broncos on two Espinosa carries have uh, been cautious with him. Braylon Day has been in the backfield here on these last couple of plays as well for the Pioneers. There's a blocking back. So it's Grappi and uh, Day in a pistol look. Espinosa out of the gun. Third and about two from the 37, and Espinosa wants to run again. He's got the first down and more, and now Gavin's through to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, and finally he's hauled down by Gorman inside the 15-yard line at the 12. A pickup of 25 on that scamper. And now the Pioneers are in business. First down from the 12. Again, pistol look. Groppy trying to bounce it outside. Belly to the 10, and ooh, somebody got an arm on him and dragged him down at the eight-yard line just when I thought he was going to take it to the house. Bring up second down and about six. They can get a first down without a touchdown. They're at the eight. They get to the two. They get a first down. So we'll call it second and six. Groppy to the right of the quarterback this time. Espinoza straight ahead to the five, to the four. He's close to the first down. Looks like he's down at about the one, and it's going to be first down and goal to go for the Pioneers. So Croslex a yard away from getting back in it. 8-19 to go here in the first. 7-0 North Branch, but for how much longer? First and goal to go, Pioneers from the one.
this is a different look. Monzo in at quarterback, but it's a direct snap, I think. They're going to go forward, and they're not going to get there. In fact, the ball came out, and the North Branch player is running the other way, but they've blown the play dead again. Be a loss on the play back to the four. And again now. for no gain. I'm having a hard time picking up who they're actually snapping the ball to. I think that one was Groppy. It's a strange formation. And I apologize. It's not Crosslex with the ball. They turned it over. That's why I couldn't figure out who they were snapping it to because Robinson had the football. He's got it again and again. He's going to be stopped for nothing. Maybe a yard to the five. So, somewhere in there, there was a change of possession. And I guess at the one-yard line at the end of that play, the uh, Pioneers fumbled the football. I did not see the signal from the officials. I'm up here with Croslex coaches. They didn't react. And uh, so the Broncos end up punting the ball away, and they'll punt it out at their own 32. Oh, that was... I'm just getting old. <laughs> but it's first down Crosslex at the 32 now, and it's a fresh set of downs. It's still 7 nothing, halfway through this first quarter. So that was weird. Here's Espinoza handing it off to Groppy. Groppy inside the 30 to about the 27. Picks up about four or five yards there. So, yeah, I thought it was first and goal at the uh, one, and I didn't realize that uh, Espinoza had fumbled the football. And the Pioneers had turned it over at the one. Grappi gets the carry here to the 26 for maybe a yard. Going to bring up third down here and about four. What I would think is four down territory here for the Pioneers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, that's where I got crossed up. I thought Espinoza had made it first and goal at the one, and he had apparently lost the football on that play. Now here is Espinoza with the carry to the 35. Again, he only got about a yard there. Howell comes up to make the stop, and it's going to be fourth down in about three. 4.40 to go in a quick moving first quarter. 7-0 North Branch on top on a Kevin Gorman 49-yard touchdown run. The pistol look, Espinoza gives it to Groppy, running straight ahead here on fourth down, and he's got the first down and a little bit more. He'll drag tacklers inside the 20 down to the 15-yard line and grab about 10 yards there. Good powerful run by Grappi. On a fourth and three, he picks up 10. Now again, the Pioneers are on the move. This time Espinoza fakes to Grappi. He'll carry forward. And again, it's a short gain of only about a yard. 6 carries 31 yards for Espinoza, 5 carries 25 yards for Grappi. Everything on the ground for both teams so far. Second down and 9 from the 14. Herman the back in a pistol look. He's to the right of the quarterback, and Espinoza's going to keep it. Espinoza squiggles through. He's to the 10, to the 5, and he's into the end zone for a Pioneers touchdown. Looked like he ran straight into the line, and then he came out 14 yards later in the end zone. And Crosslex is within an extra point of tying this up with 3.28 to go here in the first quarter. So Gavin Espinoza with the big run. Geiger for the point after, and that's good. And that will tie the game up at 7-7. So some confusion there on my part, but in the end, we're where I thought we would be at 7-7. And all things considered, in the way we got there, that's a big response by the Pioneers.
All right, so here's the kickoff now. This will be fielded around the seven-yard line by Gorman. And Michael Gorman running up to the 20, trying to go cross-field, and it's taken away from him. The Pioneers come up with it, and they're waving the play dead as they run it in for a score. Kroslak stripped the ball loose on the far sideline. They are going to get possession of the football. Yes, that time I see a clear signal. It's Pioneers football, but they thought they had a touchdown. I don't know if it's just like super wet conditions and they can't hang on to the ball, but... It's been flying around so far in this game. And the Pioneers come up with the latest turnover. I believe that was Reese Knoll that took the ball away. Straight drop this time. Espinoza looking, has all kinds of time, throwing for the end zone, and he's got a man out there. That's Levitt for a touchdown, and then Levitt's going to get a penalty for taunting. But Miles Levitt just caught a touchdown pass of 29 yards. That should count. And then it's whether they enforce this penalty on the extra point or on the kickoff. So it is a touchdown. And the Pioneers immediately after stripping the ball away on the uh, kick return go right to the air and they take the lead. And I believe they'll enforce this on the uh, kickoff, but two touchdowns in 20 seconds for the Pioneers. Here's the point after try. And flags on the play. Geiger made the uh, kick, it looked like. But they had blown the play dead before the kick. And the penalties against North Branch. So it looks like uh, Croslex is going to come out and try for two now. 3.08 to go here in the first quarter. It's 13-7 Croslex as they've scored two touchdowns in 20 seconds. And now they're going to go for two. Espinosa under center. Gives to Grappi on some option, and Grappi got in. So the Pioneers will get two there. And it's 15-7, Croslex, with 3.08 to go here in the opening quarter. And a quick swing of events here. It's 
happening quick and fast. Now, remember here, I believe the Pioneers will be kicking off back around their own 25-yard line because of the penalty to uh, Levitt. So we might not be done getting points here yet. They'll be kicking off from their own 25 after the penalty. And this is dangerous. Geiger's got to put the ball back on the uh, tee as the wind knocked it off. So the deep men for the Broncos are about the 20, and it's going to be picked up around the 23. And this is, uh, what is, this? What is Maricino. This? And Maricino is taken down. And some extracurriculars, but no flags, and they're going to put the ball down around the 35-yard line. So first down, Broncos from their own 35. Can't take my eyes off the field for a second because there's so much stuff going on. So Robinson's got a receiver this time split out wide to the left. Put a man in motion. They'll give the ball straight ahead, though, to Gorman, and he'll bang forward to the 38 and get about three yards. Bring up second down and seven. North Branch scored on their first play from scrimmage on a 49-yard touchdown run on their second possession. They started at their one and ended up having to punt out of their end zone. And after a three and out, this time they'll move the receiver over to the right side. They'll put a man in motion to the right and flags on the play. Offside against the Pioneers that time. So the penalty is going to move it up to the 44 and make it second down and one. Robinson just now getting from the sideline back to the huddle. He'll go under center. They're going to split Borden out to the left. Gorman directly behind the quarterback. Quarterback sneak. Robinson going forward. He's got the first down to the 47-yard line. 
pick up a three on the play. So the Broncos move the chains. We're down to two minutes to go here in the first quarter. It started out as a very fast-moving quarter. It has slowed down in the last four minutes of play. We've had a couple of scores, a couple of turnovers, and a lot of penalties. So first and 10 Broncos from their own 47, boarding to the near side this time. Marcino to the left of the line. Robinson under center, Gorman behind him. And Gorman up the middle and not much there. He gets back to the line of scrimmage and Pioneers come out of the pile with the football. So it's going to bring up second and 10, no gain there. It's the third or fourth time guys have come out of the pile for the other team with the ball, and sometimes it's been a fumble, and sometimes it hasn't been. Borden goes to the left this time. Hand off to Gorman again and again. It's strung out well, and three blue shirts come up there. Monzo is the guy who made the final hit, but he got help from Day and Espinoza. They get a yard there, and it's going to bring up third and nine. Third down and nine. Broncos from their own 48. This should be the final play of the first quarter. 15-7, Pioneers on top. Borden wide right. Gorman again behind Robinson, who's under center. Gorman straight ahead, slips through a couple of tackles across the 50 to the Pioneer 48. He got about four yards there. That'll be the final play of the quarter, and it will be fourth down when we start the second quarter, fourth and about five coming up here for the Broncos on GetStuckOnSports.com. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, 15-7, Croslex leading here as we get set to start the second quarter. It's going to be fourth down and about five here for the Broncos. At the Croslex 48, and right now they've got the offense out there. There 
Receiver, Borden is split out wide to the right. Again, it's Kevin Gorman behind Robinson who goes under center. See if they just try a hard counter if they're going to actually run a play here. Robinson stands up for a second. They might be seeing if they can get the Pioneers to jump. Now they'll put a man in motion and they will pitch the ball back. And no room there uh, for Marcino. He is belted and dropped for no gain. And they turn it over on downs near midfield. So the Pioneers have shifted momentum here quickly. They had a three and out to start the game, and North Branch scored on their first play from scrimmage. But since then, it's been really all Crosslex. Lativier is going to split out wide to the right. Weeder is going to go to the left with Levitt, who's already caught a touchdown pass. They fake the jet sweep. Play action. Espinoza's throwing deep for Mativier. Cody's out there, and he just can't catch up to it at the 15. If he runs under that one, it's six more Crosslex points. Mativier beat the coverage downfield. The throw was just a couple of yards ahead of him. It was well-designed play action, too, by the Pioneers. There were a couple fakes there, and Espinoza's had time in the pocket. Second and 10 Pioneers from their own 47. Oh, the handoff is missed. That ball's on the deck. Scramble for it. And uh, the bad exchange ends up being recovered by Groppy at the 46. They're going to lose a yard on the play. Hmm. Broncos missed an opportunity there maybe to shift the momentum. Now it's going to be third and 11. Levitt to the left, Weeder and Mativier to the right. Again, play action, flag on the play. The throw is scooped up, I believe, by Weeder, and he's got enough, I think, for a first down, but we've got a flag right near the line of scrimmage. So it's either going to be an 11-yard reception to Weeder and a first down, or it's going to come back. An ineligible man downfield. Well, it couldn't have been Weeder because he's a wide receiver. So somebody downfield too early for the Pioneers, and that's going to cost them five, and it's going to cost them a first down too. They'll put the ball back at the 41, and it'll be third down and 16. Opening minute of play here in the second quarter. It's 15-7. to Crosslex on top. Every time it looks like one team's got an advantage, things shift. Mativier and Weeder are going to go to the right. Levitt to the left. Day and Grappi in the backfield. Now Belly's going to motion left, come back right. They're going to set up a little wheel route to Weeder. He's going to make the catch into Bronco territory 
at about the 47. It's about a 12-yard pickup. It's just shy of the first down, though. So it'll be fourth and about four now from the 47. And they'll keep the offense out there. But you might expect in a robbery game like this, Espinosa will work out of the shotgun. Monzo to the uh, right of the line in a tight bunch there with Day. Fake to Grappi. Espinosa looking to throw. Throws to Day out of the backfield to the 40. He's got a first down. They dump it off today, coming out of the backfield, and he picks up what they need for the first down, a gain of about six on the play. So first down at the 40, call it a pickup of seven. Two receivers to the right this time with Weeder in a slot that way. Mativier, the wide out. Weeder in motion, and they're going to try a jet sweep to the left, and Weeder looking for somewhere to go, just turns it upfield to try to get something on the play, and he stopped at the 40 for no gain. So second down and 10. Pioneers from the Broncos, 40. 9.05 to go here in the first half. It's 15-7, Croslex. Levitt, the lone receiver to the left, two receivers to the right. Espinoza wants to run this time. He's to the 36, maybe the 35 if they give him a good mark. He got close to five yards there. We'll give them five. And we'll call it third down and about five. Third down and five. Espinosa will work out of the gun again. They go with a tighter bunch to the right of the line. They give the ball to Grappi. Grappi tries to make a cut. He's hit short of the first down by about two yards. He got about three there. And it's going to bring up a fourth and about two. At the 33 of the Broncos, and they'll keep the offense out there again with just under eight minutes to go on the half. It's a short drive, but it's been a good drive here by Croslick so far. They've already converted on a fourth down. And now they'll try for fourth and two from the 33. And they're going to hand it off straight ahead, and I don't think he got there. Grappi is about a yard short. And the Broncos get a big stop. And they'll take over at their own 32-yard line. 
Boy, North Branch really needed that stop there because Crosslex was smelling blood if they get another first down. Now the Broncos will try to respond from their own 32 with Robinson under center. Casino goes in motion and Gorman gets the handoff straight ahead. He busts across the 35 out to about the 37 and got about five yards there. Six carries, 62 yards for Kevin Gorman so far. Second down and five. North Branch from their own 37. It's kind of a chess match, but it's a very exciting chess match where at any moment, guys are capable of busting one. Again, with a receiver out wide to the right, that's Borden and flags here. As Marcino went in motion out of the backfield, they threw a flag. And now they're picking it up, saying that they inadvertently threw a flag. So no penalty. Marcino again goes motion to the right. They're running straight ahead with Gorman, and he's close to the first down. He's across the 40 to about the 40. One yard line, he's a yard short. He did five, got four. Brings up third and one, and now they move the ball a full yard ahead, so they're giving him the first down. First, the official put it down short, and then he picked it up and moved it up a yard to the 42, and it's a first down. First down, Borden will split out wide to the right. Marcino stops in motion. This time it's Robinson with the keeper, and he's got a first down into Pioneer territory across the 50 all the way to the 45. Pickup of about 12 yards there. Very nice run from Braylon Robinson that time. First time he's been able to get out of there and bust loose. He's going to try it again. He's to the 40. He's to the 30. He's to the 20. Robinson, 15, 10, 5, forget it. He's in the end zone for a Bronco touchdown. 45 yards for Robinson, and they're a two-point conversion away from tying the score with 5.17 to go here in the first half. Assume that they're going for two here. And again, they do some funky formations on extra points anyways. So they'll do the swinging gate or whatever you call this. Line up, and it looks right now they've got the kicker out there to kick for one, which I'm a little surprised by. He'll line drive it over, though, and get it in there. So Sahanic makes the kick to cut it to 15 to 14. 
No surprise they didn't go for two there, but North Branch gets a big score on the 45-yard uh, touchdown run from Robinson to make it a one-point game with 5.17 to go here in the first half. So 13-14 the score now. Here's the kick. It's another short kick. And battling forward across the 40 for good field position is Noel. Race Noel up to close to the 43-yard line. Just shouldered his way out for some extra yardage there on the uh, short little kick. And again, the Pioneers will get to good field position. Boy, if you're North Branch, you got to kind of feel really good to be even in this ball game right now. It feels like Croslex could have a two or three score lead right now. They've certainly had chances. They're up 15-14. They'll go again with three receivers out of a pistol look. And Espinosa's looking to run the ball this time. Not much. Maybe a yard for Gavin there. Nine carries, 51 yards for Espinoza. He has rushed for a touchdown. He's also fumbled tonight. It's been an adventurous first half here for these two teams and for the broadcaster. 15-14 is your score, though. So get ready because on a cold night, I think it's going to heat up. Again, three-receiver look here. They're going to send Weeder in motion, fake to him, play action, pump fake Espinosa. Now he's firing deep, and it's almost picked off. Stepping in front of the uh, pass and breaking that one up for the uh, Broncos was Hutchinson, and he almost had a pick. Espinosa is three out of seven for 48 yards and a touchdown. Third and long here, so this is a big play. Maybe more so this time around for the Pioneers than the Broncos, as again, momentum seems to have shifted a little bit. They're going to go four wides here, two to either side for the first time tonight. Croppy, the only back. Espinosa under pressure. They sent everybody. Now Gavin's going to try to run away from it. He's to the 45, to the 50, and tackled at the 49, and that stopped... For sure, first down and maybe a touchdown. It's going to bring up fourth and about two after about a seven-yard gain there. And now a flag here back behind the play. I just saw it back uh, around the 32, and that's holding. And that's going to put the uh, ball back down to the Pioneer 34 and make it third down and a lot. 
Third and 19, it looks like now. After the penalty. They'll go trips to the uh, right and a single receiver to the left. But they're going to run the ball, and that's uh, Groppy on the run, and he's going to get all the way out to the 45 and pick up 11 yards, but he's still going to be well short of a first down. Now it's going to be fourth and about eight at the 45, and Groppy will drop back to kick it away. Good snap. Belly's got time. Line drive kick away from the uh, return man, Hutchinson, and that will roll dead at about the 14-yard line of the Broncos, but they get a stop. And they get it back now with 3.26 to go in the first half, trailing by a point, 15 to 14. Six carries, 64 yards for Robinson. Seven carries, 67 yards for Gorman, and they each have a touchdown. They've been the Broncos' offense tonight so far. Start from the 14 with Robinson under center. Kevin Gorman behind him. And keeping it on the ground. Robinson will inch his way closer to the 20. He got about six there. He suddenly come to life. He didn't do much in his first three or four carries, and now he's getting some yards second and four from the 20 Marcino to the left of his quarterback Robinson who's under center he'll go in motion to the right they'll go Gorman straight ahead and he's got a first down out across the 25 to about the 20 eight-yard line, and he got about eight yards there. So first down, Broncos from their own 28. They have all three timeouts left. Both their teams have all their timeouts with two and a half minutes to go on the half. Remember, North Branch gets the ball to start the third quarter. Borton out wide to the right. Gorman behind his quarterback. He'll send a man motion to the left and keeping the football is Robinson and he breaks free again to the 50. Robinson to the 40. Stiff arms his way to the 35 and dragged out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. And Robinson is starting to take over. A 38-yard run there by the quarterback. He's rushed for over 100 on their last two possessions. From the 34, first down. Corman straight ahead. And he's to the 30 for a pickup of about four.
Going to bring up second down and about six here. 90 seconds to go. Broncos still hanging on to those timeouts. They're at the 30. Again, Borden will split out wide to the right. Marcino at the end of the line to the left. And a handoff. Gorman going nowhere that time. And timeout North Branch. So the Broncos will burn their first timeout with 1.05 to go. They'll be looking at third and about six from the 30. Back and forth we've gone. North Branch led 7-0, and then Croslick scored two touchdowns 20 seconds apart to take a 15-7 lead. Looked like the Pioneers were driving in for a third score, but they got stopped on a fourth down, and uh, the Broncos responded with a touchdown to pull it within a point. 65 seconds to go until halftime. Two timeouts left for North Branch, and they're at the Pioneer 30. Looking at third down and six, we'll call it. Send Mercino in motion, and they pitch him the ball, and he gets to the corner on the far side, and he's got the first down all the way down to the 20-yard line. Big play by Marcino, picking up about 10 yards there. And it's first down Broncos at the 20, 103 to go. They'll get the chains reset. As they're saying Marcino got out of bounds. It looks like they're saying Marcino got out of bounds, so that stopped the clock, so they didn't have to burn a timeout there. Travis in motion, but they'll hand it off to Gorman trying to get outside, and he'll be knocked down at about the 17 after about a three-yard pickup there. 52.7 seconds to go, and North Branch will burn their second timeout. They're in the red zone at around the 17-yard line with 52.7 seconds to go in the half. to say if they're in field goal range because I've never seen him kick except for extra points. But again, tonight, I wouldn't think in terms of field goals. I'd be thinking in terms of touchdowns if you want to win this game. It'll be second, and we'll call it seven at the 17-yard line. 52.7 seconds to go here in the first half. 15-14, Croslex on top, but North Branch threatening. Gorman the deep back, Marcino 
to the left, Travis to the right, and uh, Brolin is out wide right. Marcino goes in motion. They pitch it back to him again, trying to get to that uh, right side, turns it upfield, and he's close to the 10-yard line and close to a first down. Looks like they're going to say he's out at the 11. That's a nine-yard pickup. I believe it's going to be third and one and 46 seconds to go in the half. And I believe the Broncos have called their last time out. So third down and one at the 11. And I think that was an official's timeout, so still one timeout left for North Branch, and that's key. Robinson under center, again with a receiver to the right. Marcino goes, all right, that's uh, Michael Gorman who checked into the game, and he was going motion right, but we've got a whistle here and a stoppage. Ball start against the Broncos. Ooh, that's a big penalty. 43 seconds to go in the half, and now instead of third and one, it's third and six. And it pushes them back out to the 16 with only the one timeout remaining. Sakura is talking to the official. It's kind of a free timeout for the Broncos, except for the fact that they can't come over to the sideline. Although Robinson's right there listening to the conversation because he's waiting to get the play call. We'll get that now. So third and six at the 16. 43 seconds to go in the half in a one-point game. Oh, now they want to put time on the clock. They're going to put a lot of time back up. They're putting like nine seconds back up on the clock, it sounds like. 52.1. So they just put nine seconds back on the clock, and uh, that helps the North Branch situation. Again, it's Kevin Gorman in the backfield with Robinson under center. Mike Gorman went in motion, but they were going straight ahead with the football, and Kevin Gorman is down to about the 12. Gain of about four there. Espinoza made the stop. They still have a timeout remaining, but now they're looking at fourth down and two from the 12. 28 seconds to go in the half clock running. And they're in trouble. Robinson tried to hand it off to Gorman, and Gorman gets smothered, and the Pioneers get a big, huge fourth down stop. That play got blown up early on, and it really wasn't even 
close, and with 20.5 seconds to go, the Pioneers get a big stop, and they'll get the ball at their own 13, it looks like. And uh, the half's not over yet, folks, because they've got Espinosa and Belly Grappi back there. <laughs> They're going to spread the field. Trips to the right and the single receiver to the left, but they're giving it to Grappi. And Belly will go straight ahead and then get pushed back. And that's going to let the half run out if neither team uses a timeout here. We're going to lose a couple on the play, but it won't matter because the half will come to an end. And the score here at halftime is 15 to 14. Seems like it's a higher scoring game than that with the opportunities. But the teams, I feel, have left some points out on the field in that first uh, half. There were some exciting plays. There were some strange plays. And in the end, it's a tight ball game. Your score here at halftime is Croslex 15, North Branch 14. And we'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short- and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SI. PC. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. 
No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 15-14, Croslex leads North Branch here at the half, but it's got a weird feel to it. Um, if I'm North Branch, I'm, I'm actually really happy about the way things ended up. Maybe I'm not happy about how everything went during the, the half, but in the end, you're down one point, and you get the ball to start the third uh, quarter, and you've gotten some big plays on offense, a 49-yard touchdown run from Kevin Gorman to open the scoring, and then a 45-yard touchdown run by Braylon Robinson in the uh, second quarter, which pulled them to within a point. But at times, it felt like Croslex was going to pull away in this game. After falling behind 7-0, the Pioneers scored two touchdowns in 20 seconds. But before they did that, they drove the ball down to the one and fumbled. And uh, so North Branch caught a break there. Then they uh, got the ball back, and Gavin Espinoza scored on a 14-yard run to tie the game at 7. Then they stripped the ball away on the ensuing kickoff and got it at the 29 and threw a 29-yard touchdown pass to Miles Levitt. Then there was a penalty against the uh, Pioneers that uh, allowed Croslex to go for two, and Groppy ran it in to make it 15-7 to at the end of the first quarter. And then, uh, again, Croslex was driving. They were fourth and two uh, just outside the red zone, and they got stopped. It was a huge stop by the Bronco defense, and they drove back down, got the Robinson touchdown run to pull to within one at 15-14. And uh, then it was Croslex's defense that had to make a big stop on a fourth and two at the 12-yard line. They stopped the Broncos uh, just before running out the uh, first uh, half there. So it was a very entertaining, to say the least, first half of football between these uh, two very good football teams. And it's 15-14 in favor of the Pioneers. And we'll take a look at some individual statistics in just a moment when we come back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, 
you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Do you have questions about your retirement, such as, when will I be able to retire? How do I make the most of the money I have? How can I leave a lasting legacy to my loved ones? If so, you're not alone. As an Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor, Dave Betts can help you find the answers with the exclusive, confident retirement approach. Dave will work with you one-on-one to understand your goals and develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's take a look at some stats from that uh, first half. North Branch doing it on the ground. They rushed for 213 yards. They didn't even attempt to pass the ball. Braylon Robinson, eight carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Kevin Gorman carries 13 times for 86 yards and a touchdown. And Martin uh, Mercino had three carries for 19 yards for the uh, Bronco yardage in that first half. For the Pioneers, they had 89 on the ground and 48 through the air for 137 yards. Espinoza, three out of seven for 48 yards and a uh, touchdown in that uh, first uh, half uh, as he uh, threw a 29-yard touchdown pass to Miles Levitt, who had that one catch. Weeder had a catch for 12, and Braylon Day had a catch for seven yards. And then the uh, rushing yards uh, were all between Espinosa and Groppy. Gavin, nine carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown. And Groppy carried 10 times for 38 yards in the uh, first uh, half. 
Um, and so your score here at halftime is Croslex 15, North Branch 14. The Broncos will get the ball to start the uh, second uh, half of play. It is homecoming here, so we'll have a little bit longer halftime uh, than uh, usual, but uh, we will uh, take uh, another break here, and then when we come back, we'll check out some other scores from around the Blue Water area. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badaxe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry-out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. 
Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, not a, a ton of games to report on uh, right now. Not seeing a whole lot of uh, scores at the moment, but I can tell you over on stream two, Brady is in Armada, and Armada is not fooling around tonight. They lead Richmond 42 to nothing at the half. Uh, yeah, Armada starting to come to life, and uh, Richmond uh, is starting to fade a little bit. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been tough for the Blue Devils, and the last couple of weeks have been good for Armada, and they're up big at the half. Elsewhere, St. Clair, boy, do they need a win, and they're at Hazel Park tonight, and the Saints are up 21 to nothing on the Hazel Park uh, Vikings. So that's a big score to hear for uh, St. Clair. The other score that we uh, have has Marlette out in front of Reese, 24-6. to We'll assume that that is a halftime uh, score as well. One final from last night in eight-man football. Peck took out a little frustration and got their second win of the year, beating CPS 68-8 to was the final score in uh, that one. The Tigers fall to 1-7 and seven on the, uh, the season. Uh, and uh, we've got more football for you tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, it's a 1 o'clock kickoff at East China Stadium. Brady Beaton will be on stream two with the Marine City Cardinal Mooney and Gross Point Liggett, and that's actually a really good matchup Liggett's five and two Mooney's four and three uh they're both uh three and one in the uh, Catholic League intersectional uh two uh which was won by Clarkston Everest that's the league loss for both of those uh teams uh and uh, that should be a very interesting game uh tomorrow for Mooney at home that's at one o'clock and then in the evening seven o'clock from Yale Park where the Yale Bulldogs will play host to the undefeated Elmont Raiders Elmont has already clinched a share of the league championship uh but uh, if Crosslex wins tonight Elmont still needs to win that game to get the outright title in the BWAC this uh, season otherwise uh, if Crosslex won and uh, Elmont lost they uh, two teams would end up sharing the uh, title. So that's what the Pioneers, one of the things the Pioneers are playing for. North Branch playing for their playoff lives. It's a one-point game here at halftime with your score 15-14 uh, to 14 in favor of the uh, Pioneers again. North Branch scored first. They got a three and out on defense, and on their first play from scrimmage, they got a 49-yard touchdown run from Kevin Gorman to take a quick 7 to nothing uh, lead. But then the Pioneers flipped it around late in that first quarter as they scored two touchdowns 20 seconds apart. Obviously, there was a turnover in between. Espinosa on a 14-yard run, and then he found Miles Levitt on a 29-yard pass play. Uh, and a two-point conversion after the second touchdown because a uh, penalty moved them inside the three, so they went for two, and Groppy ran it in. And then uh, Braden Robinson got a big 45-yard touchdown run for North Branch in the second quarter to pull it back to within one at 15-14. Both teams made big stops on fourth down plays. Looked like the Pioneers might be going in for a uh, score late in the first half, and the Broncos got a stop, and it looked like the Broncos might be going in for a score just before halftime, and they were stopped on a fourth and two at the uh, 12 uh, with uh, under uh, 20 seconds to go 
in the uh, half. So we're at halftime. It's been an interesting and entertaining game so far, and we'll have the uh, third quarter coming up in just a few minutes here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family-owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full-service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low-slope roofing systems, as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family friendly with menu options for everyone and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here to uh, Croswell. Dennis Stuckey uh, with you. We are at halftime. It's 15-14, the Pioneers on uh, top. 
Only found one other score to tell you. Anchor Bay is up on Roseville at the half, 19-7. to So everybody's keeping their scores a secret from me uh, tonight. But, uh, again, Armada was up 42 nothing at the half on Richmond uh, tonight. And St. Clair has a 21 nothing lead on Hazel Park tonight at the uh, half. Uh, and that's about what's going on. And, again, we've got two more games for you tomorrow. I'll be at Yale for Yale and Elmont at 7 o'clock. Brady will be at East China Stadium at 1 o'clock for the Cardinal Mooney Gross Point Liggett football game. And then next week, uh, week nine of the uh, regular season, we've got a couple of uh, rivalries as uh, Port Huron will travel to Marysville to take on the Vikings. And St. Clair will come up to Port Huron to take on Port Huron Northern. That'll be the game that I'll have for you on stream one. Here, we've got the uh, two teams uh, back out getting ready and warmed up for the uh, second half. And uh, unfortunately, because I like to have the crowd noise, I'm going to open this window again and let the cold air back in. But uh, it'll be North Branch football to uh, start the uh, second uh, half. And uh, in that uh, first half, especially in the first quarter, it settled down in the second quarter. But in the first quarter, it was a lot wetter. It's just cold now. Um, But we haven't had uh, any of the the drizzle or the sprinkles that we had earlier. Uh, In that first quarter, the teams were having a hard time hanging on to the ball. And then that kind of uh, sorted itself out. But we had uh, fumbles by each side in the first half. And, again, the Broncos didn't even attempt to pass the ball in that uh, first half. They kept everything on the uh, ground. They only had 24 plays from scrimmage, the Broncos, in the first half. Kevin Gorman carried 13 times for 86 yards. Robinson, the quarterback, carried eight times for 108 and – Mercino had three carries for 19 yards. They were the only players to touch the ball offensively for North Branch in that first half. All right, so here we go. Getting set for the second half kickoff here. Line drive, kick bounces at the 20, bounces off a North Branch player at the 15. It's loose. Scramble for it, and I believe a Bronco dived on it at the last second. But Mercino struggled with that ball all the way, trying to play it off the bounce. And uh, it was, he recovered his own miscue at the 23-yard line. So first down, Broncos at their own 23 to start the third quarter. But that was scary there for them for a moment. Now it's Robinson keeping to the 25, fighting, still fighting, close to the 30. Robinson gets a tough seven yards there. Second down and three. Ball at the 29-yard line. 
pitch it back, and this is the first carry of the uh, night. I think that's uh, Michael Gorman. And he got just a yard there. So Michael Gorman picks up a yard on his first carry. It's going to bring up third down and about three here for the Broncos from their own 30-yard line. Borden will split out wide to the uh, right. We've got Howe to the left side of the line. Travis started in motion and then stopped. They do a lot of that. Give it to Kevin Gorman. Straight ahead, he's trying to fight his way to the first down, and he's going to be just short, it looks like. Needed three and got about two and a half, depending on the mark. Are they going to give it to him? I didn't. Now, yeah, the, the official on the far side isn't sure if they spotted it for a first down. I didn't think he was even close. We may get a measurement, something we don't see very much of these days. Not as much as we used to see them. And the officials are all huddled over the ball, deciding whether or not they want to call this a first down or fourth and inches. Somebody just shouted out, what are you guys doing? And I don't think they know. Yeah, now when they're after talking about it for a while, now they're going to bring out the chains and measure. So it was third and about three, and I thought he got about two and a half-ish. And then they, uh, they have a, a tendency to to want to put the ball on a hash or a yard line if they can. But by moving it up, they may have given them a first down. We'll see, though. They're going to stretch it out. And he's just short. So it's going to be fourth down and literally inches here. Maybe the length of the football at the most. At the Bronco, 33, we'll call it. And this is a mildly big play. First possession of the third quarter. Fourth and inches, Broncos on their own side of their 35. Robinson straight ahead on the keeper. A lot of pushing and shoving. The ball came out. Pioneers think they have it. The ball came out. And the Pioneers think they have the football. No signal yet from anybody about a first down or a fumble. They're going to put it down. Now we've got a flag that's been thrown out. 
I don't know who this is against. And they may want another measurement, too, here, but Pioneers thought they had the ball on the uh, the fumble. And instead, I think we're just going to we're going to get another measurement here to see if they made the first down. And uh, there's a penalty flag down, too, that I don't know what that's about. So this is going to be uh, interesting. They're going to bring out the chains and measure. And he got the first down by the very nose of the football. First down, and then we had unsportsmanlike conduct. And that will be against who? That's against the Pioneers. So that's going to move the ball up to the 48 after they walk off the penalty. So they got the first down, and then they get the uh, penalty yardage on top of it. And um, most importantly for the, the Broncos is they kept possession, apparently. So from their own 48 now with Robinson under center, he'll pitch it back. This is Michael Gorman, and he's got room across the 50 down to the Pioneer 36-yard line. He'll pick up 16. And now, after not using him in the first half, they're going to introduce Michael Gorman into the offense here. So first down to the 36 of the Pioneers, and it's the Broncos on the move now. Again, they'll send uh, Borland out wide to the left this time. Kevin Gorman is the back. He'll get the carry straight ahead, wrapped up by Day right away, and gets about a yard to the 35, and then he's slung back. The North Branch sideline asking for a flag. Boy, they moved the ball to the 34 and gave him two yards on that play. So second and eight, and it's Michael Gorman in motion. This time gets the pitch back, and he'll be hit back at the 35, and he'll lose a yard there. And now it'll be third down and about nine. So third and nine coming up here. And even... Uh, and even when it's only a one-yard uh, gain, there's just a lot of intensity going on out there right now. It's turned into a long possession. Eight and a half minutes to go here in the third. Third down and nine. Play action pass. Robinson's pass is tipped, deflected. Gavin Espinosa almost made a sensational interception just inside his own 25-yard line, but instead it will fall incomplete. 
And they went with play action on third and nine there at the 35. And Espinoza was very athletic and acrobatic there and nearly did something spectacular. So now it's going to be fourth down and nine from the 35. And they will keep the offense out there and go for it. Robinson under center. Drops back, looking to throw. Flushed out. Now he's looking to run. Pioneers are chasing him. Oh, somebody came up and made a big hit. Was that day? And Robinson gets flattened on a huge hit around the 33. He's short of the first down by quite a bit. And the Pioneers get a stop. Wow. Did Robinson take a big, big hit on the end of that run? That was the maybe the hardest hit I've seen all season. So now three receivers here for the Pioneers. They get it back, and there's a bad snap, and Espinosa now has to go back, pick up the ball, and he's trying to ad-lib something, and he's down, and this is going to be a huge loss. All the way back inside the 20. They're going to lose about 10 yards on the bad snap. Well, after getting the big defensive stop, that is not what Crosslex was looking for. Now they're going to be looking at uh, second down and about 20 here. Now they're just going to run straight ahead with Groppy. He's to the 22. And got a couple there. About four yards on that run by Groppy will make it second down and about 20. So they lost about uh, 20 or lost about 14 on the bad snap. So from the 22 now, second down, or third down, excuse me, and about 20 here. They've got three receivers, Weeder in motion, low snap, Espinoza rolling out, throwing, and that one was low, looking for Levitt. He was the uh, guy closest to it there. And that's going to bring up fourth down, so it's going to be a quick three and out here by the Pioneers. So fourth down, Groppy standing at about his own five-yard line to kick this away. And I see the wet stuff's coming down now. We've got quite a mist here at the uh, field, so it's getting wet. Gets the kick away. It's a short line driver that's going to bounce at the Pioneer 45 and roll a couple more yards to the about the 47. Maybe the 48. No, they're going to put it down, I think, at the 47. So the Broncos are going to start this drive on the Croslex side of midfield. 
Boy, it looks like one team's got an advantage, then the other team makes a big play, and then it looks like one team's got an advantage, the other team makes a big play. Pioneers lead it 15 to 14. They put the ball down at the 46 now. They keep changing their mind about the where it's being set here. But the Broncos again have a great chance down by just one to try and strike and take the lead here midway through this third quarter. Right ahead for Kevin Gorman. And he's going to push his way close to the 40. They call it the 41 and a five-yard gain. 16 carries, 95 yards for Kevin Gorman. Robinson has uh, carried 11 times for 119. They've been the bulk of the offense for the Broncos. Second and five from the 41. Gordon goes wide to the right. And a fumble. On the exchange, Robinson hands it off, but he's able to get it back. But the Broncos will end up uh, not really losing any yardage on the play. That they could have lost the football there. They lose about a half yard. It's still third down now, and about six, we'll call it. That's under receiver out wide to the left. Kevin Gorman is the back behind. They send Travis in motion to give the ball to Kevin Gorman, and he's going to get back inside the 40, about a yard or so short of the first down, though. Fourth down and about a yard. Robinson straight ahead. And again, it's going to be very close. It's going to depend on the spot. Robinson needed a yard. He went forward and then came flying back. Pioneers think they've got another fourth down stop. And tell you what, the Bronco offense is walking towards the sidelines. But again, it all depends on where the officials are going to set it, and they don't measure this time. They say it's Crosslex football. Whoa, they got another stop. This is wild, folks. I feel like the score should be about 60 to 56, and it's a 15-14 game because both Defenses are coming up with huge stops on fourth downs. 4.49 to go here in the third, and the Pioneers get it back now at their own 37-yard line. Flag on the play here. As uh, Espinoza carried for a short game. Let's see what this flag is for. And it's procedure against the Pioneers. So they'll be looking at first and 15. So this will put the ball down at the 32 and make it first down and 15. 4.44 to go in the third. No scoring yet in this quarter, and I'm not sure how. 
because the Broncos have been on the Pioneer side of the 50 for most of the quarter. And yet the uh, Pioneers have come away with the big defensive stops and they haven't had the offense out there much this quarter. Now they're looking at first and 15, Espinoza out of the gun. Hands off to Grappi and he'll get to the 36 and pick up four. Or check that, was that Day on the run? No, that was Belly. So now it'll be second and 11. Pioneers at their own 36. They're trying to keep that ball as dry as they can right now. With a steady mist here at the stadium. The pistol, look, Espinosa's going to keep. He's got some room up the middle. Espinosa's still on his feet. Had to push his own man out of the way as he leans forward to the 46 and very close to a first down. Got about five there. And it's going to be third down and one from the 46. His own man kind of got in his way, or Gavin might have turned that into a big play. Working out of the shotgun here. Hands to Grappi on third and short. And Belly Grappi gets back to the line of scrimmage, fights for it. I think he's got enough for the first down. And they only needed a yard there. So first down to the 47-yard line. 3 minutes straight up to go in the third. And Espinosa working out of a pistol. He's going to keep it. Espinosa to the 50, to the 45. He's got a first down and is finally down at the 40-yard line after a pickup of about 13 there. Evan carries 69 yards and a touchdown for Espinosa. He's also thrown for a touchdown tonight. So from the 40, first down, they're back in Bronco territory. It's been a while. And they'll run to Grappi this time, and he'll skip through a hole to the 35, breaks through, 30. 25, 20, and finally hauled down from behind inside the 15-yard line to about the 12. 29 yards on the run by Grappi. And that was the first really big burst-out run by Belly on the night. So now they're at the 12. Herman with the carry here. He's inside the 10. Herman will get down to the eight or seven yard line. Looks like the seven, about a five yard pickup there for John Herman. Second down and five from the seven. Again, they can get a first down without a touchdown. 
Espinoza inside the five, fighting towards the goal line, and he is in. Touchdown, Pioneers. Gavin Espinoza from seven yards out. And that will make it 21 to 14. Espinoza gets his second touchdown of the game on the seven-yard run. Geiger for a big extra point, and he got it. And Geiger extra point will make it 22 to 14 with 125 to go here in the third. So it's an eight-point game. It's 22 to 14 with 125 to go here in the third quarter. And that was a huge score for Croslex. Again, because it just kept looking like North Branch was primed to take the lead in the game. A couple times this quarter. And the Pioneers defense just made stop after stop. And finally, the offense got out on the field for some plays. And they drive down and score. Kickoff and the return here by Mercino, and he's going to be stopped at about the 20 after about a 10-yard return. So 120 now to go. Here in the third, first down, Broncos from their own 20, trailing by eight now after the Espinosa touchdown run of seven yards. Robinson under center. They're going to run up the middle with the Gorman, and he's going to get about a three-yard pickup. And there, there is a flag there. And they're calling a hold against the Broncos. So after they walk this off, it's going to be first and 17, I think. Or first and 18, because it looks like he walked to the 12. So we'll call it first and about 18 with 108 to go here in the third. Back around the 12-yard line. Robinson keeping, running straight ahead. He's to the 20, bounces outside. Robinson to the 30 and is angled out of bounds. But that's going to be enough for a first down, it looks like. 
So on first and 18, Robinson picks up 18. And it's first down, Broncos out to their own 30. They needed that. Robinson works from under center. Gorman right behind him. Travis went in motion. Robinson trying to keep this time. He's hit right away, and the ball might have come out, but he landed right on top of it. No gain. So now it's going to be second down and 10 from the 30. We're under 30 seconds to go in the quarter, so this will probably be the final play of the third. Portland goes out wide to the left. Michael Gorman in motion. They pitch it to him, and he'll be tackled for no gain again. He might have even lost a yard there, and it's going to be The end of the quarter, and a big stop by the uh, Pioneers' defense again because we're at the end of three, and they're going to be looking at third and about 11 when we open up the fourth. Croslex leads it 22-14 to 14 here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Big third down and 11 here and nothing going on for North Branch as they're going to lose yardage. Robinson hit in the backfield is going to lose about three yards, and that's going to make it fourth and about 14 here for the Broncos to start this fourth quarter in a one-possession game. It's an eight-point lead for the Pioneers, 22-14. to 14. It's final in Armada. The, the Armada Tigers win 56-14 over Richmond tonight. They get the punt out of there, and it's not a great kick, but it'll roll across midfield to the Pioneer 41. But Croslex gets the ball now. And again, here's the latest opportunity for one of these teams to try to take control of this football game. 
11-14 to play. In the fourth, 22-14 Croslex. First down, Pioneers from the 41. And they're going to hand it off, and this is Herman. And he is going to carry out to the 47, and that's a nice run on first down of about six yards. It's going to bring up second down and four. Herman the back, Espinosa working out of the gun. Day in front of him in a pistol look. And Espinosa wants to keep this time. He's at the 50, he's at the 45. Stiff arms a man down at the 40. Tiptoes down the sidelines and is finally out of bounds at the 27-yard line. A 26-yard pickup for Espinosa. He's over 100 yards tonight. And a big pioneer first down to the 27. The bad thing he did was go out of bounds and stop the clock, which helps North Branch, of course. Herman, the only setback. And he'll get the carry straight ahead. Bangs inside the 25 to the 24 and gets about three. Second down and seven, we'll call it. Pioneers at the Broncos, 24. 22-14, Croslex on top. 10-08 to play here in the fourth quarter. Now it's the Broncos' defense that needs to come up with a big stop. Both sides have had big fourth down stops, but in that third quarter, the Pioneers' defense made two. Out of a pistol look this time. Herman gets another carry. John Herman to the 20 and tackled forward to about the 19. Got about five there. He's become the man now. Be third and a yard here for the Pioneers from the 17 yard line. Again, Herman the back. Day in there as well. Espinoza looking for some room to run. Somehow he squiggles free. Now he's going to try to bounce it outside. He's got the first down as he turns the corner inside the 15 and down to the 12. And on a Kind of a busted up play there. He ended up getting about five yards. And it's another big first down. Again, they're working clock and they're trying to take this game and make it a two possession game. That would be huge. Because again, the, the Broncos are they can score quickly, but they are a run offense, and it's really not designed to play from behind. Espinosa out of the gun, gives it to Herman. Puts his head down, waits for his blockers. 
and punches his way inside the 10 to the 8, picking up about four more yards. Second down, we'll call it six at the eight. Espinosa gets the play from the sideline and then carries it in. Again, with a mist of rain falling here in Croswell, the Pioneers are trying to make a big step towards winning this one. Espinoza outside to the five, turns, dives for the pylon. It's, is he in? I thought I saw the arms come up, but they might be saying he's down at the one. So it is not a touchdown, but it's enough for the first down. Pickup of about six to the two-yard line, and it's first down and goal to go. First and goal to go, Pioneers from the two. Again, trying to take a two-possession lead in the game. They'll go full house backfield. They got a couple of big bubbas out in front right now. Espinoza on the sneak. They're going to try to push him over, and he's into the end zone for his third touchdown of the game, and that is a huge six points for Crosslex. They go up 28-14 with 7.48 to go here in the fourth. So Espinoza gets his third rushing TD of the game. Geiger for the point after. And we've got flags. So let's see. This is against the Pioneers, so they're going to be moved back here on the kick. They're up 14 already because of an earlier two-point conversion. This is still an important kick because if you make it, it means North Branch at some point would have to make a two. After the penalty, they'll re-kick from the 15. This will be a 25-yard extra point attempt. And the kick is blocked. So the extra point is blocked, but again, because of the earlier two-point conversion, it's still a 14-point game. Croslex 28, North Branch 14, with 7.48 to play here in the fourth quarter. So that was huge, and the, the, really the, the story at the end of this, if Croslex wins, is the defense and the fourth down stops, one just before halftime and two in the third quarter. Huge. When it looked like the Broncos were trying to take the momentum away and get the win, 
And it's not over yet, but now it definitely looks like it's in the Pioneers' favor. Here's the kickoff, and it's going to go out of bounds on the far sideline. Ubley beat Cass City tonight, 42-8. to So that's Ubley being Ubley again. Broncos will take the ball at the 35 after the kick out of bounds. Well, they need to do whatever they're going to do quickly. They have three timeouts remaining, but only 7.45 left, and they're down two possessions now, 28-14. to 14. Robinson under center. A handoff for Gorman, and the Pioneers have that stuffed up right now for no gain. Garman has 98 yards on 18 carries unofficially. But lately, he's not been getting much on that play up the middle. Borden is going to split out wide to the uh, right side. They've only attempted one pass tonight. And that was an incompletion and almost an interception. Robinson will keep this time. Robinson will battle hard to the 39 and get about... Four yards. He's had a big game. He's got 138 on 16 carries. But now it's third down and six for the Broncos, just shy of their own 40-yard line. Robinson goes under center. They send a man in motion and then stop him, and then somebody for the Broncos jumped and it's going to be a false start against them. All night long, they've been sending either Travis or Mercino in motion, and the, he'll start running, he'll take two steps, and then they'll stop, and that time they fooled their own guy. So the penalty will put it back at the 35 and make it basically third down and 10. So third and 10 back at the 35. Pitch back. This is Travis to the 41-yard line. He got six, but it's going to be fourth down. That's his first carry for Giovanni Travis tonight. They got to keep the offense out there. Again, they're down two scores, and we're past the halfway point of this fourth quarter. So on fourth down and about four here, they might just be bluffing here and going with the hard count. Coslex didn't flinch that time. Now they do snap it. Robinson drops the football, and he's going to be stuffed, and it's another fourth down stop. He fumbled the snap, was able to pick it up, but it's going to be Pioneer football anyways right around the 38-yard line.
And now the Croslex defense has been the story. The last drive of the first half, they got a stop on fourth down at their own 12. And this is their third fourth down stop of the second half. Broncos are in trouble, and the Pioneers are looking to put them away. Herman still in the backfield. Pistol look here. Espinosa out of the gun. Give this to Herman. Trying to bounce it outside, and he will bounce it outside. He's got a first down down that far sideline. He's inside the 25 to the 23 and picks up about 16 yards there. Herman has uh, come in here in the fourth quarter and he's been a uh, nice little breath of fresh air here for this Pioneer offense. So first down from the 23. Getting out of a pistol look. Herman gets another carry. And he slips through several tackles inside the 20 down to the 16. And gets about seven more. Second down and about three. And we're under five minutes to go now. And they're at the Broncos 16. Punch in another one, and uh, it's it might already be good night. This time Herman to the left of Espinoza, who works out of the shotgun. Espinoza will keep. He's inside the 10, and he'll get down to about the 7-yard line and pick up enough for another first down. Now I think, is that a flag I see down around the six-yard line? Penalty against the Broncos is going to be half the distance. That's going to put the ball down right around the three-yard line. So first down goal to go, Pioneers. From the three with 4.20 to go, and they're up 28-14, trying to put the final nail in the coffin here. Herman the back is this time behind Espinoza. Day the lead man in this pistol look. Spinoza taking his uh, time here before snapping. They're going to let as much clock run as possible. Hand off Herman straight ahead, and he's into the end zone for a pioneer touchdown. Three-yard run for John Herman, who has come in and uh, had uh, a nice second half here running the football for the Pioneers. They go up 34 to 14 with 3.48 to go. Those last two Croslex touchdowns 
come four minutes apart. But the rain coming down a little more heavy. Oh, Geiger's extra point goes right back into the uh, line and uh, pinballs around, but is no good. So another uh, blocked kick, but it's a 20-point game now. 34-14, Croslex with 3.48 to go here in the fourth. Well, I'm going to tell you what. This is uh, this was a close game at half. It was 15-14, but it didn't feel like it should have been a close game. It felt like the Pioneers missed a lot of opportunities in the first half. I'm going to tell you what, the Broncos missed a lot of opportunities here in the second half. The Croslex defense has four fourth down stops since the last drive of the first half. And their offense has been opportunistic of late with three touchdowns now here in the second half to open up the 20-point lead. This kick will be returned from the 20. That's Michael Gorman, and he doesn't have anywhere to go. He'll be brought down right around the 20-yard line. Now the Broncos have 344 to work with, but uh, they need to do a lot in a little bit of time. And again, with the rain coming down, it's not like they're going to suddenly open up the uh, offense and uh, throw the ball. They got to do what they do. Garmin. Gets about two to the 21. That's Kevin Gorman. Those two yards will give him 100 for the game. Second down and eight. So we have three players in this game go over 100 yards. Both the quarterbacks, Robinson and uh, Espinoza. And now Gorman with 100 yards right on the dot. Second and eight from the 21-yard line. This is Robinson going straight ahead, and he's got some room now outside to the 40. Robinson to the 45. He's close to midfield. And finally forced out. They're going to say he stepped out at the 48 after about a 26-yard gain. First down near midfield. Gonna finally decide on the Bronco 49. Run out of bounds, so that stopped the clock with 2.52 to go here in the fourth quarter. Again, Borden, the wide receiver, is the only man with a clean jersey on the field right now. And the ball pops loose, and who's got it? It's over near the Pioneer sideline, and they're celebrating like they got it. The ball just popped out of Robinson's hands into the air. It actually went forward, 
to the Croslex 46. But the Pioneers recover the fumble. And they get it back. With 2.40 to go, leading by 20 at their own 46-yard line. Officially, that's the second Bronco turnover of the game. Pioneers have had one. I just didn't notice it at the time. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, first down from the 46. And they're going to hand the ball off. And, ooh, there's Howe coming up to make a stop on Herman for no gain. And uh, a late flag in there, I think, for a face mask. Herman brought down by Howe, but uh, Howe will be penalized. This will be a 15-yard walk-off. So they'll set this down when they're done walking at the 39 of the Broncos. And they'll wind the clock again. And Croslex in uh, no rush here. Herman in the back. They've got actually receivers to uh, either side now. They go with three receivers, twins to the uh, left. But they're running. Belly Grappi back into the ball game, and he gets about a yard or two there. Give him forward progress for a three-yard gain. Second down and seven. One forty to go. Second and seven, and again they'll go with the spread look. Three receivers, two to the left, one to the right. They'll bring a man in motion. They wanted to run a jet sweep, but they fumbled the football. It's loose at the 40, and it's going to be recovered, I believe, by the Broncos this time. So they were going to run a jet sweep there, but the exchange got fouled up. The ball comes loose, and the Broncos get it back at their own 40 with 108 to go. So Robinson will try to sneak out of there with it, and he'll get about two yards to the 42. Numbers for Robinson rushing the football tonight, but it's in the end not going to matter as the Pioneers 
will uh, end up dominating the second half. And they lead it 34 to 14 with under a minute to go. And then they'll pitch it back here and nowhere to go for Messino. He's going to be dropped for a loss of about five yards. And the Broncos don't have to snap the ball again, and I don't think they're going to. We're now down to 10 seconds to go, and it's going to be a big win tonight for Croslex as uh, they come up with a big second half and pull away in this one. And your final score tonight is the Pioneers 34 and the Broncos 14. And we'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Hi, I'm David Bogan. I'm the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts, or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Grand. Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at Thompson-Engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work let's get back to the game with dennis stuckey on get stuck on sports.com your kids your schools your sports i don't know maybe it's it's just me this this felt like a weird game uh tonight um north branch had all sorts of uh, rushing uh, yards uh, here they're going to be up uh just over 300 yards. I have them for 301 yards rushing in this game. Braylon Robinson had 166 yards on the uh, ground and a touchdown. Kevin Gorman had 100 yards even, and he rushed for a touchdown. Uh, but in the end, Croslex wins this game by 20 points, 34-14. to 14, and, and you know what? It, it feels like they, they should have at least based on how the first half felt. The first half felt to me like the Pioneers had all sorts of chances to go up by multiple scores, and they couldn't get it done. And at the end of the half, it was 15-14 for Croslex. 
and they had to stop North Branch on a fourth down and two at the 12-yard line at the end of the uh, first uh, half to keep the lead. Then in the second half, it was North Branch that had all sorts of opportunities when it was still a 15-14 game. They had a chance in Pioneer Territory on fourth down and got stopped. Then when it was a 22-14 game, they had a chance in Pioneer Territory on fourth down and got stopped. And they kept getting stopped on their fourth downs uh, tonight by that Pioneer defense, especially in the second half. And then Croslick started to uh, chip away. They outscore them 19-0 in the second half and get the victory. And Gavin Espinoza had a, a big night, 125 rushing with three touchdowns. And he also threw for 48 yards and a touchdown pass to a mile, a Miles Levitt in the game. Gorman scored on a 49-yard run on North Branch's very first play from scrimmage after they got a three-and-out stop. They let it seven to nothing early in the ball game, but then Espinoza scored on a 14-yard run to tie the game at seven after a turnover on the kickoff. 20 seconds later, Espinoza found Levitt for 29 yards and a score. Groppy ran in a two-point conversion, 15-7 Pioneers after one. Robinson got a 45-yard touchdown run for North Branch with five. 17 to go in the first half, but that would be the final time the Broncos got into the end zone tonight. They went for just the one point uh, at that time and cut it to 15 to 14. Espinoza scored on a seven-yard touchdown uh, run with 125 to go in the third to make it 22-14 for the Pioneers. Then he got a two-yard touchdown run with 7:48 to go to make it 28 to 14. And Herman scored on a three-yard run with 3:48 to go to really put it to bed. 34-14. Croslex is now 6-1 in the BWAC, 7-1 overall, and that's significant, and we'll tell you in a moment. North Branch falls to 4-3 in league and 4-4 four and four overall. So with the win, the Pioneers have a shot now at sharing the league championship, depending on what happens tomorrow night between Almont and Yale. If Almont loses, Almont and Croslex share the title. If Almont wins, Almont is the uh, straight-up undefeated BWAC champs this year. And we'll have that Almont-Yale game for you tomorrow night, 6.40 for our pregame for a 7 o'clock kickoff right here on Get Stuck on Sports uh, Stream 1 uh, as uh, we'll bring you that uh, showdown in Yale between the Raiders and the Bulldogs. That's going to wrap up our coverage here tonight from Croslex. Once again, the final score is the Pioneers 34 and the North Branch Broncos 14. Hope you've enjoyed the broadcast here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.